Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. This Friday, August 7th, Season 2, Episode 31. We'll be talking about a lot of stuff this week, including Black Sabbath announcing that 50th anniversary box set for Paranoid. Porno for Pyros has reunited after 24 years. Trivium has bought an airplaner for their new rehearsal space. Download UK and Four Chord Music Festivals have announced their 2021 lineups. Soundtrack has been revealed for the heavy metal-themed pinball machine. That's going to be cool. Stonehenge mystery somewhat revealed with some details about the origins of those stones. Plus, on this day in music history trivia, this week's new releases, weekly WTF and more. And speaking of this week's new releases, Deep Purple has returned with Woosh, their new album, Woosh, the album which has been pushed back due to the ongoing pandemic. It was originally slated for a June 12th release to tie in with the band's now-scrapped European tour. Woosh has been released as a limited edition CD and DVD media book featuring, quote, a film of their full live performance from Hellfest 2017, an hour-long video with bassist Robert Glover, or excuse me, Roger Glover and producer Bob Ezrin. That's going to be pretty cool, so make sure you guys check that out. Definitely a must-have for the Deep Purple fans out there. Also, new albums out today from Glass Animals, uh, Misery Signals, The Microphones, Washed Out, and more, so check that out. Tour news this week. Foo Fighters outright canceling their 25th anniversary tour. It was uh, dubbed the Van Tour. It's no longer happening. They postponed it. They've officially canceled it now. Uh, It was in honor of the band's 1995 self-debut album. They also had planned a tour in a van just like the old days as well. All shows will be automatically refunded. For further info, visit your point of purchase. Those stops included Hamilton, Ontario, Cleveland, Detroit, Grand Rapids, Knoxville, Cincinnati, Green Bay, Wichita, Oklahoma City, Albuquerque, and Phoenix. So there you go. If you guys are in those cities, had tickets, I'm sure you're well aware. All right, uh, some more tour news. Looks like Kiss and System of a Down and Korn have been confirmed for the UK's Download Festival. The 2021 Download Festival in the UK, which was originally booked for this year, has been rescheduled for June 4th through the 6th at Donington Park and will feature such headliners as Kiss, Biffy Clyro, System of a Down, Performers throughout the three-day event include Korn, Black Veil Brides, Deftones, Mastodon, Theory of a Dead Man, uh, A Day to Remember, and Bush. Lots of uh, bands on that lineup. It's very diverse. Check out that full lineup uh, for the 2021 event. Speaking of festivals in 2021, there's uh, one that's being called the Four Chord Music Fest. Kind of a dig at some of those bands like Blink-182 and The Used, who are headlining. Also along with State Champs, Mayday Parade, Four Year Strong, The Ataris, uh, and more. So make sure you guys check that out, fourchordmusicfestival.com. Speaking of music festivals, this past weekend we had the virtual show uh, of the Lollapalooza Festival. And that featured the very first time in 24 years during a backyard performance, uh, the reunited 
porno for pyros. That's right. They did Pets as well as Kimberly Austin on Thursday, July 30th. And prior to Lollapalooza on Saturday, Perry Farrell and his latest project, Kind Heaven Orchestra, paid a musical tribute to David Bowie with a cover of Ziggy Stardust. It was pretty cool. And it was the first performance from uh, Jane's Addiction in over three years as well. So check out that stuff on Lollapalooza's official YouTube channel. A lot of that video has made its way on demand. Uh, This was kind of big news, and I thought it was pretty cool, good on Trivium, buying an airplane hangar and converting it to the band's headquarters. They used money raised from their live stream concert last month to purchase an airplane hangar in Orlando, Florida, and convert it to the band's headquarters. Matt Heafy recently uh, told in an interview, quote, Uh, He called it a pretty sketchy place. Uh, Well, I guess the band has been rehearsing in a pretty sketchy place. They were in need of a new place uh, to rehearse. And relatives of his wife actually currently own the hangar, and they're working out a deal. He said, quote, we're very close now. It's not complete. It's not the size of a commercial plane. It's not the Iron Maiden size hangar like that. It's more modest than that. But it's good that we're able to keep it all in the family. We're actually able to support our family so Trivium can buy from them pretty awesome and trivium has just released their ninth studio album what the dead men say earlier this year check it out it's pretty good uh black sabbath news as black sabbath has announced the vinyl box set for the paranoid 50th anniversary that's set for october 9th a super deluxe edition of this album will include a 5 lp box set that includes the original album the rare 1974 quad mix of the album folded down to stereo plus two 1970 concerts recorded in Montreux, Switzerland, and Brussels, Belgium, which make their vinyl debut. That's pretty awesome. The 5 LP LP set also comes with a hardbound book, and extensive liner notes featuring interviews with all four band members, rare photos, memorabilia, a poster, as well as a replica of the tour book sold during the Paranoid Tour. I thought this was going to be about, like, $300 to $500 range. Apparently, it's only $110. I know that's still kind of a lot, but for the Black Sabbath fan, for a 5LP box set, that's about $20 a pop, and you get a lot of extras. That's not too shabby. Check that out. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Crow Milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy-based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none, you know. And it truly gives you that it truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you it you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. Ozzy, though, uh, we got an update on his health. Apparently, he is still uh, writhing in pain after following this spinal surgery. During a chat with Jenny McCarthy on Sirius XM this week, Ozzy explained, quote, Spine surgery is bad news. I've been in such a bad state with pain. I'm not back to 100% by a long shot. I'm about 75% there, but it's such a slow recovery. 
Nothing like it was. There was a point I was telling Sharon the other day. I was convinced I was dying. I was in that much discomfort and pain and misery. I thought they were all hiding it from me. I remember saying to Sharon, you got to level with me. Is it worse than you're making it out? And she says, no. Get a grip. <laughs> so there you go. Ozzy uh, apparently uh, going through some tough recovery process with that spinal surgery, though. Speedy recovery, Ozzy. All right, Guns N' Roses also releasing uh, vinyl uh, very first ever vinyl debut for their Greatest Hits album, which was released in 2004. Uh, this is the first time that it's ever been released on vinyl. They're going to be doing the Audiophile Black Vinyl, 180 gram, a 2LP set on silver-colored vinyl with red and white splatter, plus a 2LP picture disc uh, set available exclusively through the band's official store at GunsNRoses.com. So there you go. And it also features the band's recent archive release, Shadow of Your Love, which peaked at number five on the Billboard charts recently. Originally recorded December 1986, Shadow of Your Love made its debut on the 2018 box set, Appetite for Destruction. So it hasn't been released on vinyl before or any other release except for this one. So that may be a motivation to check that out. All right. So we heard about this heavy metal themed pinball machine that's going to be coming out. Uh, and man, I'm a huge pinball machine fan. I don't know you guys are probably not it seems like one of those things not a lot of people are really into these days but i love pinball machines it's just something about them and this is really cool so if you remember the heavy metal film uh that came came out way back in the late 70s early 80s um it was originally sung by sammy hagar that was the title track for that film so i guess sebastian bach now is going to be doing that title track also death clock musician brandon small is going to be um uh recording it with him he's in metalocalypse he says, quote, we're recording a song from the heavy metal soundtrack, which is an album that I love. All I had to do was go to my vinyl library, put on the record, learn this mother trucker, and then lay it down. This is the first pinball machine I have ever done vocals before, and I am honored to have been a part of this, Sebastian Bach enthusiastically announced. So very cool. Looks like Blue Oyster Cult's going to be on there. Dragon Force is going to be on there. Cheap Trick, Halloween, Primal Fear. Uh, and more. This is going to be cool. The full track listing for the soundtrack can be viewed on their website if you want to order this. Uh, of course, Heavy Metal came out way back in 1977. So this is the, um, I guess it's the, well, what what anniversary is that? That doesn't make sense. That's like the 43rd anniversary. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, apparently, it's the 300th issue of Heavy Metal, which has been running since 1977. So that's the online magazine now. Uh, and what the film was based on back then. So there you go. Uh, former Lamb of God drummer is going to be a judge on this new show called Shredders of Metal. It's on Banger TV, and it's a competition series uh, for heavy metal drummers. Shredders of Metal is it's a reality series that features eight drummers vying to be the show's champion. Each episode features a one-on-one -on -one drum duel with the winner moving on to the next episode. The full season was released on YouTube on Friday, July 31st. So check that out with Lamb of God drummer Chris Adler as one of the guests. And speaking of Lamb of God, they're trying to find ways to make money these days, I'm sure, like all of us. Uh, they, they have now launched their own coffee brand. It's called Memento Mori. They've teamed up with Nightflyer Roastworks uh, from North Carolina, and they have released that. So check that out on their official uh, website if you want some Lamb of God coffee. I'm sure it's probably pretty strong. Uh, Lincoln Park going to be celebrating Hybrid Theory. Uh, 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory. Vocali uh, vocalist Mike Shinoda won't reveal exactly what the band has in store for fans, but he told Kerrang! They've been asking for suggestions on how to celebrate the milestone, and they will try to do our best to 
do a bunch of those ideas, end quote. So there you go. Huh, interesting. Um, all right, so Lamb of God, of course, uh, I just mentioned them. They rescheduled their tour dates with Megadeth, Trivium, and In Flames. The Metal Tour of the Year is kicking off next year, 2021, on July 9th. So if you had tickets, they will be honored for those new dates. If you didn't and you want a refund, I believe you can get one at point of purchase. Uh, check it out on your emails. All right, some uh, interviews this week. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the one with Corey Taylor in a bit. He talks about Kanye West. But uh, first, uh, Grilly, uh, Billy Joe from Green Day opens up and talks about fame and mental health. Uh, he talked recently about meeting fans, and he said, quote, sometimes it's great when I'm able to communicate with fans and people are cool, and when people get something out of the music, you make those connections. But I think the thing that makes it uncomfortable is how effed up social media has become and how everyone's got a camera in their pocket now. There are a lot of people out there who aren't fans and just want to be guilty by association or something. They want to hold you in your pocket as a souvenir, and I think that's the part that gets annoying, end quote. He adds that he can always tell a genuine fan from someone who is pretending to be one, and he brought up a good point about the punk rock scene and mental health. He said, quote, the punk rock scene for me was a scene of all these people with personality disorders coming together a lot of the time. And I didn't really realize it that until later on, if you're into punk and hard rock, it kind of mellows people out in a way. It's the antidote for really troubled people, end quote. And I thought that was kind of cool uh, from Billy Joe to make that kind of observation. All right. So Corey Taylor from Slip, uh, Slipknot talking about Kanye West. Uh, in this recent interview, and he said some very nice things. And uh, I, I wanted to mention this, you know, Kanye West, whatever. I mean, guys like losing his mind out there. It's kind of a sad situation, though. So uh, Corey Taylor was talking with Loudwire about it. He says, uh, "Quote: That seems like someone who's having a mental break. To be honest, when you exacerbate it with fame and money and all those different things, people have a right to be concerned. He's got a family. He's got people who care about him and worry about him." It's one thing to laugh about it from afar. It's another thing to watch a breakdown happening in real time, especially with someone who is loved by so many people, and a lot of his actions are taken very seriously. I just hope he gets the help that he needs, end quote. Good on Corey Taylor. That's a good observation. Pretty much uh, how I feel about it as well. It's kind of a sad situation. I hope, I truly hope that Kanye West, you know, gets some help and uh, figures it out. And now a message from one of our sponsors. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain... You need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trail mate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack. The drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it. Today. All right, some Metallica news for you. Metallica's Lars Ulrich uh, gave an interview recently uh, about how his family has been spending the quarantine. Uh, he says, quote, One thing we've been doing, which is great, is we've done movie night, classic cinema that I feel as a parent that the kids should see and experience. The go-to phrase was, you're not allowed to challenge anybody else's choice. So when you have two kids that they have to see Y Tu Mama Tambien or Amores Perros or any other, other all-time classics, it's just a great thing, I think, for the educational part of their upbringing, end quote. So Metallica Lars Ulrich doing some classic 
Sounds like Criterion Selection movie nights. Uh, digging that. Very cool. All right, there was an article that came out this week from the Spotify CEO to its artists saying you can't record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. And a lot of people got pissed off by that. They're like, who the fuck are you, man, to tell me when I can record my music or not? Uh, so according to a recent report, the mid-size, a mid-sized indie label earned just 0.0348 cents per stream. So that's a pretty decent-sized label, and they're getting less than... Uh, you know, a 30th of a penny per stream. Major, uh, Many major acts have slammed the Swedish company for failing to properly support musicians, including Radiohead frontman Tom York, who once likened Spotify to the last desperate fart of a, of, of a dying corpse. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, and so the CEO, Daniel Ek, uh, started talking about it and basically saying that uh, musicians need to put out more music and that the only people that are complaining are people that want to release uh, music the old way. And he says, quote, you can't record music once every three to four years and think that's going to be enough. The artists today are making that are making it realize that it's about creating a continuous engagement with their fans. It's about putting the work in, about the storytelling around the album, and about keeping a continuous dialogue with your fans. And some of the uh, musicians out there read this article and like Mike Mills of REM replied Ed to go fuck yourself and David Crosby uh, called David Eck an obnoxious greedy little shit so there you go um, yeah and I, I think he's it's not a good look for Spotify to be um, telling musicians that they need to make more music the problem is they're not paying them enough so that's where it lies I think and some sad news in the rock world this week as we finish our rock news this week with uh, some news about original Machine Head drummer Ch Tony Costanza has died at 52 years old, apparently passed away in his sleep. His brother um, made a, a post on Facebook saying, quote, it's, very with a, it's with a very heavy heart that I have to accept and inform everyone concerned that I lost my brother, bandmate, homeboy, and family today. Tony Costanza was one of a kind, a man with a huge heart, love, loyalty for ones that close to him. Very sad. Uh, he has a GoFundMe page for Tony's mom and for his funeral expenses uh, online, so check that out. All right, some birthdays this week. James Hetfield from Metallica turning 57. Ed Roland, the singer-guitarist of Collective Soul, also turning 57. And M. Night Shyamalan, director, of course, of The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, The Village, turning 50 years old this week. All right, we got some On This Week in Music History trivia to get to on this week in 1975. Set your way back, machine. This artist signed with Motown Records. The contract was huge at the time. $13 million contract in 1975. What artist got it on Motown? Was it A, Al Green, B, Stevie Wonder, or C, James Brown? Who do you think? $13 million, 1975 record deal? It was B, Stevie Wonder. On this week, signed with Motown in 1975 for $13 million. All right, some more uh, trivia for you this week. On this week in 1996, this band gives what would be their last concert at the Palace in Los Angeles. Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder is there, Soundgarden's Chris Cornell. Uh, original members of this band make appearances as, as well. What band was it giving their last concert in, on this week in 1996? Was it A, the Dead Kennedys, B, Fugazi, or C, the Ramones? What do you guys think? It was the Ramones. Yeah, and original Ramones bassist Didi Ramone showed up at the gig, and this was on this week in 1996, the last performance ever from the Ramones in L.A. Also, 
Thought it was worth noting if you're a Game of, of Thrones fans, on this week in 1996, George R.R. R. Martin's novel, A Game of Thrones, is published. It's the first book in his series, uh, Song of Fire and Ice, and that was what started Game of Thrones on this week in 1996. Kind of crazy. All right, some movie TV entertainment news. Ren and Stimpy has been revived, guys. Have you heard about this? I'm pretty stoked. I hope it's not going to be... Uh, you know, I hope they don't ruin it or whatever, but this sounds cool. Ren and Stimpy's coming out after nearly 25 years, not to Nickelodeon. They'll be on Comedy Central. The updated show is the latest push into adult animated content. They've also done the Daria spinoff Jody. They've updated Beavis and Butthead as well as Clone High and now Ren and Stimpy. So that's coming out Comedy Central. Can't wait. Courtney Cox has set the her return to Scream. She said shared some news on her Instagram that she's going to be returning to the fifth installment of Scream. Of course, she's been in all the other ones, and David Arquette is set to reprise his role as Dewey Riley. That's going to be interesting. All right, so it looks like also in the reboot category, Who's the Boss is going to be rebooted. It's an update of the 1980s uh, hit sitcom, Who's the Boss? It's development in uh, Sony Studios. Original stars Alyssa Milano, Tony Danza, set to star and executive produce. The new show will follow Samantha as a single mother living in her retired father's house. That sounds actually kind of interesting. That's a good storyline. All right, we'll have to see how that goes. All right, some uh, more movie TV entertainment news. Looks like Microsoft is in talks to buy TikTok. Uh, TikTok is a Chinese-owned company. They're saying that they're spying on us, censorship uh, issues. So Microsoft wants to buy it to make it an American company so they can't delete it and ban it the way that uh, the administration wants to. So that's interesting. We'll have to see how that works out. Walmart has announced free drive-in movies, guys. The esteemed Tribeca Film Festival's parent company has teamed up with a very unlikely source, Walmart, to offer a series of free drive-in movie theaters, uh, movies at their parking lots between August 14th and October 21st. You can check it out on their website, thewalmartdrivein.com, to see if there's movies shown near you. Well, that's interesting. Did you guys see the SpaceX crew returning in Splashdown on Sunday? That was awesome, man. The first time in 45 years that astronauts uh, did a splashdown with a recovery ship picking him up within a half hour in Florida. The capsule was named Endeavor, parachuted into the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, They blasted off two months earlier, Doug and Bob, for the International Space Station and left it less than a day before. Another SpaceX crew will launch as early as next month. Very cool, man. And uh, first time that that was done with a private company, not NASA. That was SpaceX. Elon Musk, pretty crazy. Speaking of crazy stuff, science and all that cool shit, scientists have solved the mystery of the origin of the Stonehenge megaliths. So here's the deal. Uh, It was a core sample that they had found had been kept in the United States for decades. So they tested this core sample of uh, Stonehenge's 52 pale gray sandstone megaliths known as sarsens. They share a common origin about 15 miles away at a site called Westwoods on the edge of Wiltshire's Marlboro Downs, researchers said. This week, the Sarsens were erected at Stonehenge around 2500 BC. The largest stands 30 feet. Uh, The heaviest weighs about 30 tons. Here's the deal. How they were moved to the site is still really the subject of speculation, he added. Given the size of the stones, they must have been either dragged or moved on rollers to Stonehenge. We don't know the exact route, but at least we now have a starting point and an end point. Stonehenge's smaller blue stones previously were traced to the Pembroke Air, Prim, excuse me, Pembrokeshire area in Wales, 150 miles away, but the origin of the Sarsens had defied identification. So there you go. Very cool. Uh, all right. So 
three men rescued from an island after riding SOS in a sand. Uh, it almost sounds like something out of a movie, but these guys were in a tiny Pacific island. They rode a giant SOS in the sand that was spotted from above. The men have been missing in the Micronesia archipelago for nearly three days when their distress signal was spotted on an uninhabited Pike Lot Island by searchers on an aircraft. The men had apparently set out from Pulawat Atoll in a 23-foot boat on July 30th. The men were found in good condition, and an Australian military helicopter was able to land on the beach and give them food and water. So there you go. Crazy. And uh, all right, some more uh, news from around the world. Experts increase the forecast for hurricane season. Not looking good, guys, for the hurricane season. They're saying that they are now predicting 24 storms in all, which is another 15 more storms than what we have already had so far. That's a 75% increase. Crazy. Be careful out there on the west or the east coast, guys. Um, all right. Weekly WTF this week. We had some crazy stories. Uh, one of them was uh, a woman in the UK said she saw a van pull up outside of her home and it was an Amazon delivery guy and she the, the guy ran to the side of her house she she looked on the security camera went over there he was taking a dump on the side of her house they decided not to arrest him on the condition that he would clean up his mess and his employer would be notified of the incident <laughs> crazy huh alright weekly WTF this week uh, man proposes to girlfriend with candles burns down their apartment uh, this guy had filled their living room with 100 tea light candles, 60 balloons, spelled out marry me with the candles on the floor, all this stuff, right? He left the apartment unattended briefly to go pick up his fiance from work, returned to find dark smoke billowing from his apartment. Three fire crews had to show up. <laughs> Poor guy tried to do something nice, you know, doing a whole proposal thing, burn down the apartment. <laughs> crazy no word on if she uh, said yes or not <laughs> but i think she did i think she did all right mother-in-law caught on camera interrupting bride's vows to say her son has no flaws i thought this was pretty wild uh so this guy during the wedding the mother-in-law stands up uh as as she's saying her vows the wife or the the bride is saying the vow the mother-in-law of the of the husband stands up says you're not going to say my son has flaws the bride responds with, you can leave. You're not going to ruin my wedding. And her mother-in-law quips back, no, that dress you're wearing, we paid for, end quote. So it was this whole deal. It was on social media. Just like, what is wrong with people, right? And also, heads up, this study is out now. Young children with coronavirus may carry 10 to, 10 to 100 times more of the virus than adults. According to this new research, young children can potentially be important drivers of COVID-19 in the general population as has been demonstrated with respiratory synctal virus where children with high viral loads are more likely to transmit, end quote. So be aware, people. I never see kids with masks out there in the stores. So parents, do your job and protect all of us as well as your kids. That does it for the Garage Rock Show podcast this week. Make sure you guys, of course, give us a like and a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Garage Rock Show Podcast. We do appreciate it. And have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. And now a message from one of our sponsors. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side... Who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy! Who walks alone? 
This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as Hamburger Man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder... That's why I fight Greasy. Tiddly Sweeney do as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face. The Reckoning. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.